Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's the awful guy right at the Awful Sports News. And today I'm going to give you a different podcast, a different feel. Um, first off, I want to say I want to thank you for being here with me. You could be anywhere in the world, but you're here with me and I respect that, okay? All right. First topic of discussion today is Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson was injured in the game against the Patriots, uh, injured his PCL. Um, doesn't matter though. They would have got whooped anyways. The Jets are awful. And, um, because of Zach Wilson being injured, the Jets went, went ahead and uh, picked up Joe Flacco. Um, Joe Flacco, Flacco, I wouldn't say that he was never really any good. Um, Joe Flacco is a Super Bowl champion. Um, and in his time, he put up decent numbers and got a fat contract of that time because, of course, he was a victim of the buyer's market as far as the QBs were in that um, during that time. Um, does Joe Flacco make a difference on the Jets? I think he does. I think a veteran presence, a decent veteran presence on the New York Jets makes all the difference. Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson, of course, we know he's going through his legal bout and we won't get too deep into that but we just know it's a lot of baggage for any team looking to recruit or get or acquire um deshaun watson a very talented player very smart player but the legal baggage is going to be a hurdle in itself for any team looking to have him on their roster deshaun was recently in the news said to have been pursued by the carolina panthers um then as quick as we heard about the Panthers trying to recruit Deshaun Watson, they said they were no longer pursuing um, Deshaun Watson. And it's funny because Deshaun Watson waived his no trade clause only for the Dolphins. And I'm like, man, the Dolphins are trash. <laughs> I know there were rumors about him possibly possibly being swapped for Tua. And um, hey, maybe a fresh start for Tua in a better situation. I think the Texans is a better situation than the Dolphins, to be honest with you. It's just a totally better situation. Maybe that would help Tua. You know, um, I would say warmer weather, but Texas is pretty nice weather. But Tua needs to get out of Miami altogether. But that's a different conversation. But uh, yeah, he waived his no trade clause for the Dolphins. Maybe he felt like the Dolphins needed him so bad that he wouldn't worry about being traded or something like that. I don't know. But I know that I wouldn't touch Deshaun Watson if I was a GM with a 10-foot pole because of his legal business. Nobody knows what the end result of that is going to be. We don't know if maybe it's some jail time behind that or someone possibly suing. We don't know what type of black eye that would put on an organization. Hopefully he's innocent, but it's a talk right now. It's a toss up and it's sad and it sucks for him to be so talented and not be playing on the field. To be honest with you, I just don't think it's worth it right now to even invest in him. Maybe I would, you know, try to keep his eye, try to elicit conversations with him, but at the same time, you just don't know how things will turn out. Matt Rule, Fox Sports analyst Joel Klatt, spoke to some sources who advised that the Panthers head coach, Matt, Matt Rule, excuse me, was uh, not all in with the NFL and maybe leaning towards some open college football vacancies for head coach. Most notably, I mean, we all know LSU and USC are looking for coaches right now. And we know that Matt Rule was very successful in college. Baylor, very successful turning that program around. And to go into a USC or a LSU, you have 
more control. I believe you have more control than in a, than a head NFL, excuse me, head coach would. But not only would you have more control, players actually listen. You know, they don't listen; they get kicked off the team. Um, in the NFL, some players won't listen. Management is going to put a pause button on what you decide to do. They might just tell you, "Hey, just suck it up or work with him." You know, he's our superstar, and we don't want him off the team. So it is what it is. You know, but um, being a college head coach, head coach, excuse me, you get paid more. It's just more manageable than NFL. Um, you're treated like a god. You know, in college football, it's less about the individual player and it's more about the organization and more or less more about the coaches or the NFL. It's kind of flip-flop unless you're a, a Bill Belichick or, you know, Big Red, Andy Reid. Unless you're a big-name no, a big named coach, uh, you're, you don't get as much love as college coaches do. That would be interesting. I, I really trust uh, Joe Klatt. Um, I followed Joe Klatt for a while and... I believe that when he says what he says, it's 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 some truism to it. But oh yeah, you also get to recruit your own players. Um, big thing, big thing in the NFL. You take what's given to you, what falls to you, what happens to be available. But um, as far as recruiting, a college coach has hands-on a hands-on approach, and will get players just going out to the houses and speaking to them, mama, daddy. Next thing you know, their son is wearing that uh, college colors, those college colors. Um, the Ravens recently um, against the Cincinnati Bengals, um, the Ravens were exposed. Um, and I, I don't know if I can say that the Ravens were exposed because if you've been watching the Ravens, if you've been looking at the stats, looking at the numbers, you would know that it's a continuation of trash defense that it's ultimately going to be the dagger for this team if they can't pull it around. I went over the game, and just like everyone else, I saw cornerbacks getting toasted. Uh, Wideouts lined up on linebackers, linebackers getting smoked. Like that moaning ham, smoked. Uh, the defense was just flat out, uh, flat out terrible. Uh, the Ravens have given up over 300 yards passing over their last uh, seven games, I think it was four out of seven times. Trades need to be in order to give up over 300 yards passing in one game could be detrimental to winning success. To give that up in over four games or in four games out of seven, it's, it's, it's tragic. And now it may not mean much to, you know, uh, the teams in your division, but when you start making that playoff run is when other teams are going to hone in on the weakness, weaknesses that you have and, by the time you get there, you can't really hide your defensive weaknesses. Um, you can try to score, score, score with Lamar Jackson, but ultimately if your defense can't stop, 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 Lamar Jackson, it's, 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 it's almost like banging your head against the wall because Lamar Jackson won't be able to put, as, put up as many points as you give up on defense. So hopefully they get that in order, um, giving up over 300 yards passing that – it's it's or someone needs to be fired. I mean, pretty much, you know what I mean. It just is what it is. Jalen hurts. My good is my goodness. My goodness, Jalen hurts. Um, Love the guy from you know he he was at Alabama, lost his starting position, still was a good sport about it. Even helped him win uh, natties, even coming off the bench and all that and whatever what have you. Uh, Jalen hurts. It's not looking too good for the for the Eagles. Nick Sirianni 
and um, Jalen Hurts. The Eagles' leading rusher is Miles Sanders, and Miles Sanders got about 300 yards after, what, seven games? Utterly ridiculous. 300 yards after seven games. I say Hurts has 10 touchdowns, four interceptions this season, which isn't too bad. Still, Eagles suck, so why aren't they getting it done? Um, I don't, I, I don't, I would say, have to say it's coaching. I would have to say it's coaching. Um, the defense has only given up one game with more than 300 yards passing and only allowed one 200-yard game all season. I think um, the other game was probably about 160 yards. Uh, don't quote me on that, but that's not bad for defense. The defense and the, I mean, the rush defense and the pass defense looks pretty good. Um, they're just not putting points on the board, and you can look good all day, but there's, if there's not points on the board, you lose the game and your efforts are in vain. So I I, I got to think it's the coaching. I mean, Quez Watkins and uh, Devonta, uh, they both have, you know, the most yards on the team, respectively. And I think they have only about maybe one, maybe one or two touchdowns in between them. That's, that's not good. And Zach Ertz, I believe Zach Ertz had two touchdowns. Two touchdowns, and, you know, he's been shipped off to uh, the Cardinals. So, I mean, if it hurts anyone's feelings, I'm, I apologize deeply, but the Eagles are sorry. On top of that, I don't think they are all in with Jalen Hurts. I don't think they ever were all in with Jalen Hurts. Um, it's just a feeling I get. I just don't see management. I don't know. The way a coach would talk about Tom Brady or – about a Mac Jones or, you know, about their quarterback is different. You know, the body language, the tension that I feel with Nick Sirianni whenever he talks about Jalen Hurts, I don't I don't I don't feel like there's any type of loyalty there. But then again, where's the loyalty loyalty in football? Unless you've won championships, unless you've cemented yourself as a legend on that team, where's the where's the loyalty? I do feel like uh, if the Eagles put a competent coach well, you know, Nick Sirianni, he's not incompetent. He's been coaching for, what, six, almost six, over 16 years. Um, his first time as a head coach. He needs to put the right, maybe the right coaches on his staff in place or the, get the right coaching staff for Jalen Hurts or, or, or fill in more pieces to the puzzle because a more successful or a successful Jalen Hurts would be a successful Philadelphia Eagles. Um, too bad it doesn't work the other way, but Jalen Hurts right now is a stands um, 61.2 passing completion percentage, which isn't bad. It's not bad at all. Um, he has 1,700 yards. Once again, not bad at all, 10 touchdowns. It's just looking at these losses, um, San Francisco, Dallas, Kansas, um, Tampa, I get it. Raiders, I get it. Um, looking at these losses, let's just go back and check them out. Atlanta, that's a win, 32-6. to six. Oh, That's a pretty good win. San Francisco, they lost 11-17. I don't even know what was going on in that game. Jalen Hurts had 190 yards passing and two sacks, one rushing touchdown. He had a fumble. Maybe it is Jalen Hurts. No, I'm just kidding. Um... Dallas, they lost 39-25, which isn't bad. He was 64.1% passing completion percentage. Thrown for 326 yards. See, this is just weird. 
Um, 326 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Not good, Jalen. Um, sacked twice. Kansas, they lost to Kansas. I mean, in looking at Kansas now, what we've seen, the teams that beat Kansas, of course, well, the Bills beat Kansas. And um, they've been beaten by Tennessee. Kansas City ultimately is going down, you know, like a dumpster fire itself. But they lost this game. Jalen Hurts was 66.67% passing completion percentage, threw for 387 yards, two touchdowns, sacked three times. And all of this, all of these stats, they're good. They're good to look at. Um, and at the same time, um, you have to really look at what Jalen Hurst is doing. Is he missing reads? You know, these are things that ultimately determine what's going on. We can give you off stats. I can give you off stats. I know that Jalen Hurts in the past has had issues with reading defenses. He's had issues with protections, excuse me, um, holding the ball too long, overthrowing players. That's that's what I know of Jalen Hurts coming into college and his uh, first year with the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Um, these coaches may have more insight, you know. They may say a, see a lack of execution somewhere where I haven't seen it. But it's either Nick Sirianni or it's Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts or Nick Sirianni. I do, in this situation, think that if you make Jalen Hurts more successful, the team will be more successful. There aren't too many players right now you can really install into this to, to this offense and, you know, make it move like clockwork. I know Cam Newton is out there. Everybody says Cam Newton. If any team that has an issue, if a quarterback stubs his toe, someone says, hey, Cam Newton. And, I mean, Cam Newton is not a bad guy, but – that statement about him not being able to read read the playbook, I think it kind of hurt his stock. Um, the vaccine thing was just, in my opinion, an excuse to move Cam Newton, per se, all out the league and have no repercussion, repercussion. But you could be anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. And I respect that. So, you know, don't forget to check out the YouTube page um, if you're listening from the podcast. The Awful Sports News on YouTube. Um, if you're on the YouTube page, don't forget to check out the podcast, The Awful Sports News Podcast. Don't forget to check out the blog at theawfulguy.com. Don't forget the to check out the Instagram page at The Awful Sports News. And that's on Instagram. But uh, I appreciate you guys. Check out the shorts. Check out the videos. Like share, subscribe. Come back in with me next time and we'll talk about more stuff. Have a good night.